Well, we started the show talking about this. The B.C. government saying it is waiving the upfront application and assessment fees for internationally educated nurses. The two fees typically costing more than $3,700. Those will now be covered directly by the province. And the premier saying earlier today, supporting nurses is key to the work to make health care accessible to all British Columbians. So how much of an impact will this have? Joining us now is among Graywall, the president of the BC Nurses Union. Amon, thank you so much for taking some time with us. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, great to have you back on the show. How big of a deal is this? You know, it's uh, significant in just hearing the numbers that uh, Minister Dix was speaking about, that there are already 2,000 nurses that are in the queue for uh, the process are uh, going through their licensing and credentialing. And he is saying within uh, four to nine months that we could have them in the workforce. So that's a significant amount of nurses to come into the system uh, in that short of time. So that will help ease a little bit of the um, burden that is on the nurses that uh, haven't had an opportunity to get breaks. And when he talks about the fact that those fees had to be paid by nurses, they could be reimbursed, but they still had to come up with those fees out of pocket first. How big of, or or do you hear from nurses that that is a big obstacle? Yes, because, you know, everybody right now is struggling with the cost of inflation going up, cost of food, uh, everything. And so how do you save? that kind of money especially if you're international and you're also paying for your housing etc it's you know a lot of money to save up to be able to also uh, try and uh, get into the system while you're still working so to have that money be paid up front instead of them having to save up that money will be a uh, big uh, bonus for them to be able to not have to pay it themselves And you mentioned that number as well of nurses who are currently in the queue. If this does work and gets more nurses that are able to go ahead and get this done because they don't have that huge expense up front, will it make a dent then, do you think, on staffing levels, on those shortages that we've seen for so long? Well, right now there are over 5,200 vacancies here in B.C., So if we are able to get that, I mean, that's a significant amount on top of nurses that are being uh, graduating. And so I am very optimistic that uh, this will uh, pan out and that we get those numbers coming through and uh, that uh, we can start seeing some relief in our healthcare sites. Uh, the announcement today also included uh, the uh, the eligibility. So nurses returning to practice will also be eligible and they will be able to access up to $10,000 in bursaries for that additional education that's required to return to practice. Is that a significant number as well, do you think? Well, I think those are included in those numbers. And uh, so if that is the case, Um, That is very good news to hear that that support is being provided to those nurses for whatever reason. You know, some may have been taking care of uh, their children and uh, have now decided that they want to come back into the workforce. And if you've been out of practice for over five years, you have to 
do some education again and now to be able to support them to be able to come back with these bursaries. That is uh, welcome news for any of our members that want to come back. How much do you think there also needs to be the focus on the the different types of nursing, whether it's a registered nurse, a, a licensed nurse, a nurse practitioner? Are we paying enough attention, do you think, on the specific types of nurses and those nursing positions that are so needed in the current healthcare system? Well, I think that more uh, needs to be done because right now the LPNs, uh, that are working full scope and uh, some aren't working to their full scope. It all just depends on the different uh, health authorities as well as the uh, facilities. And um, also bridging for these LPNs to be able to go into RN positions. There aren't enough spaces for them to be able to uh, go to school. So if the focuses put back onto some of that, that would be uh, very welcome to see that happening. Right. And, and I know we've talked about that in the past and the number of nursing spots in the province or even in the country, really. How much does it really go back to that, though, and the need for more spaces? Definitely need more spaces. Just today, uh, talking to Cynthia from the College of Nurses, and she was saying that there are wait lists at the uh, schools. So we do need to uh, increase the seats so that there are less waitlists and uh, more people going to school. Do you know, are we seeing something similar when it comes to nursing? And we talked about this with uh, with doctors as well, that we're seeing doctors going to other countries, whether it's Ireland or other countries, becoming doctors there, realizing that, that it's not easy to come back to Canada to get a residency or to, to continue their career. So they're ending up working elsewhere. Are, are we seeing that with nurses as well? I really haven't heard of that. Uh, I mean, what we usually hear of is that there are nurses that have trained elsewhere and that they want to come here, but they are facing all these challenges. One of the nurses that was uh, at the press conference today, she worked in the Philippines. She worked in Saudi Arabia. She worked in uh, New Zealand and had challenges. She said the hardest place to work was here in B.C. to get into the system. So it's uh, important to make sure that uh, it's a smooth transition and doesn't take as long as it has been. Uh, This is happening as well. The announcement made today, just days after we found out that the province is reactivating the emergency conditions at 20 hospitals in BC. We've heard about the need for surge beds and the capacity. What is that doing to nurses that are currently working in the system as far as their workload and what they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis? Well, you know, with the opening of these uh, emergency operation centers, um, that's more so about the flow, access and flow of uh, the usage of beds in the hospitals. And where it has an impact on our nurses is that it's going to take them away from the patient and the time that they spend with the patient to be updating their managers and whatever whiteboards, et cetera, that they need to update. So it's going to add more pressure on the nurses um, and patients are going to get discharged, but where are they going to be discharged to and what supports are put in place 
for wherever they're being discharged to. If they're being discharged home, do they have a care provider or is there home supports that are going to be available to them? Right, which I think is a big question or certainly top mm-hmm. of mind for a lot of people. Um, yeah. One of the other concerns that came from today's announcement was was talking about nurses who maybe are trained in other countries and maybe want to come to BC or, or don't. Is there a concern with, instead of graduating more nurses, having more spaces to train nurses here, is there a concern about taking nurses from other countries? Um, I don't know whether it's... it's this has been forever, ever since, I mean, I've been nursing. There's been nurses moving about globally, and uh, everybody is vying for nurses from uh, all different areas of the world. And I think it's more so that uh, the nurses who are wanting to work here and making the efforts to come and work here. Right. And, and it does seem like that that's a lifestyle. And even I would imagine some people going into the field of nursing, one of the draws is that it's it's a job, it's a career with skills that, that you can travel with and you're, you could mm-hmm. go and, and go and, and try in different countries. Right. Yeah. So you could work anywhere in the world. You can work on a cruise ship. Uh, you could work, you know, um, there's nurses that work, as I said, one of the nurses that was at the press conference, she worked in the Philippines and then she worked in Saudi Arabia and then she worked in New Zealand. Now she's in Canada. It's uh, an opportunity that uh, they have that flexibility and leisure of being able to work where they choose that they want to work. And Amon, I, I wanted to ask you as well, I think we, we talk about this uh, every time you come on the show as far as uh, the workplace safety, uh, the changes that were made or the hiring of more security to keep nurses safe. How are things going as far as how nurses are feeling when it comes to their security on the job right now? Well, I was just having a conversation with a nurse last evening, and that was one of the questions that we were asking, was where are we in that process right now? I think they were uh, still in the hiring and training process, so that is something that I'm going to look into to see where we're at with that process right now, because I do not believe, as far as I know, that uh, they have been integrated into the system yet. And is is that concerning, given that it was a while ago that we heard that announcement or that commitment to make workplaces safer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it is absolutely concerning anytime there's any violent incident at any of our facilities. Uh, top of mind is the concern for their safety and to make sure that promises made are kept. But I do recall that they had said it would take a few months for them to get uh, this started. So, um I would say now is the time, new year, and uh, see what progress has been made. All right. Amon Graywall, as usual, thank you so much for coming on and appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you very much.